Hello, Hacker Public Radio. This is Matthew, the stay-at-home geek dad from Northern California. Ah, my introduction and how I got into Linux episode dropped uh, in the last week or so as I'm recording this. And uh, my next uh, foray into HPR was going to be what's in my bag. Um, But after hearing about campfires and baking bread and... Uh, some very low-tech hacker stuff, Uh, I decided that I would do a short little episode here on uh, on smoking a pipe, Uh, tobacco, smoking a tobacco pipe. I thought I would do a short little episode here on smoking a tobacco pipe. Um, This is not particularly politically correct in the days and the age of e-cigarettes and um, anti-smoking campaigns, but uh, this is something that I enjoy uh, as a relaxing thing to do, particularly in the evening. Um, It is evening now. I'm sitting on my front step. Uh, The kids are in bed. I've got the baby monitor. Uh, I've got my pipe. I've got my cool little Czechoslovakian pipe tool Um, and I've got my tobacco and my lighter so I'm going to give you a little walkthrough on the proper procedures for um, smoking a pipe again the only real uh, well so um, I buy tobacco uh, usually cheap <laughs> and uh, in in large quantities um, anywhere from your local cigarette or cigar uh, shop to uh, Walgreens in some areas in some states there's there's lots of places where you can find pipe tobacco I don't recommend using top or one of the tobaccos that's designed for hand-rolling cigarettes. Um, I don't think the flavor is as good. And when you're smoking a pipe, it's more about the flavor and the experience. Um, more like when you're smoking a cigar, as opposed to just trying to mainline the nicotine like you do with cigarettes. Um, so I buy big bags. My, my blend that I'm using right now is a Cherry Cavendish. It's really nice. Um, I keep it in a quart size mason jar. Um, and this is what I recommend for most people um, who aren't smoking every day. Um, keep your keep your tobacco in a in a in a mason jar. It stays moist and it doesn't dry out. And if you like, get yourself a tea tin or um, you can get these little plastic pouches that are specifically designed for the purpose of carrying tobacco. And you can put your day's worth or three or four days worth or weeks worth of pipe tobacco, um, you know, maybe just a a couple of bowls worth a day um, into a tea tin or into one of these pouches. And then you can keep your stash, you keep your supply in a mason jar, um, and that keeps it um, fresh for a really long time. And fresh is important because similar to smoking a cigar, you want the smoke to be cool so that it doesn't burn your tongue, burn your mouth. 
Um, you want the smoke to be uh, long burning. You want the tobacco to stay burning for a long time so you have uh, you know, an enjoyable smoke. Again, I, I can't stress enough how different this is from just sparking up a cigarette and sucking it down because you need the nicotine. Now, you're going to get nicotine from this. Um, we don't typically inhale pipe smoke. Similar, similar to cigar smoke, you hold it in your mouth. Um, and you are going to get some tobacco or some nicotine that way. Um, but it's not going to go in your lungs uh, unless you're doing it wrong. So um, with that in mind, I've got my inexpensive little briarwood pipe and a Bic lighter. And the only thing that's really a specialty tool here is this Czechoslovakian pipe tool. And it's actually three tools in one. Um, it has a tamper and it has a uh, pipe reamer. And, uh, and then it has this little spike that you can use to loosen up the tobacco if it's too tight in the bowl. But we'll, we'll get to that. Um, so what we're going to do, uh, the first thing we're going to do is fill our pipe. And what you do, the easiest thing, some people will tell you to pinch the tobacco and sprinkle it into the pipe. And I just think that takes too long. So whatever you're keeping your tobacco in, make sure it's got a wide enough mouth that you can stick your pipe bowl down in it. So I'm going to stick my pipe bowl down here in this jar and um, what you want to do is scoop up enough tobacco in the pipe to fill the bowl okay right up to the top and then what you're going to do is you're going to take your tamper if you have one or you're going to take your you know index finger or you know whichever whatever fits inside your pipe bowl and you're just going to push it down because again you want this compacted so that it burns uh, low and slow, as it were. So you're just gonna compact it, and this is a this is a finesse thing, and this is a practice thing. This is something that you have to figure out as you go along. Um, but once you tamp it down, then you're gonna stick your pipe bowl back in and fill it up again, and then you're gonna tamp that down. And usually for a typical size pipe, and again, they change depending on what kind you have and how big it is, but for a, a, a standard size pipe and uh, for a, you know, 10-minute smoke, um, I usually say um, two really good uh, bowls full of tobacco that's then tamped down is usually enough. Um, so the theory here is that you're going to hold your... Um, you're going to hold your Bic lighter or your whatever kind of lighter you're using. I would not recommend a butane because they get, they're too hot. Um, but just a typical, I just got a plastic Bic here from the, from the, from the convenience store. Um, and um, what you're going to do is you're going to hold the flame, you're going to light the lighter, hold the flame over the bowl and suck air through the pipe and into your mouth. Um, and that's going to draw the flame down into the bowl. Uh, it's going to ignite the tobacco, and it's going to pull a little bit of smoke uh, into your mouth. And the idea here is that as you're drawing in the air, you're going to move your lighter around a little bit so that you try and get a good light on the top of the tobacco in your bowl. Um, this shouldn't happen with the first lighting of your lighter. This is going to take a couple of times, and it's going to take, again, some experimentation to make sure you get it right. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and do that now. Okay. 
Okay, and I drew some in. That was good. It's a little bit windy today, this evening. And basically you're going to get some embers in the top of your pipe bowl. As the uh, tobacco begins to catch fire. And it's going to glow similar to the, like, the tip of a, of a cigarette when you draw on it. And the idea here is that you want to get your fire drawn down through the tobacco and you get everything to start burning. Okay, so I'm doing pretty good. I got a pretty good burn going here now. Um, for any of you, um, how should I put this gently? F uh, 420 fans out there, um, this is not the same as smoking marijuana in a pipe. This is not the same as smoking marijuana in a pipe. Um, essentially, when you smoke marijuana, the idea is you want to get most of the smoke in your lungs. So that any smoke that you lose is money and uh, THC lost. So um, you don't want to you don't want to let that happen. So um, the difference here is that we just want the tobacco to burn and give off smoke. And when we are in conversation or um, as we're walking or sitting, enjoying a cup of coffee or tea. Um, We put the pipe in our lips and between our teeth and we draw some smoke in and we hold it in our mouth and, um, and then we blow it out. And uh, it's a very laid back, very not rushed kind of thing. And it's cool. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. I try to do it. And I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a smoker. I'm not a, I'm not a nicotine addict. Um, but I do enjoy pipe a couple times a week after the kids go to bed and my wife's allergic to tobacco smoke so it's usually when she's not home um, something else you're going to have to know um, is that when you light tobacco in a pipe like this The tobacco is going to become uncompacted. It's going to sort of expand in the bowl. And one of the things that you're going to want to do is compact it a little bit after it's lit. Um, now you have to do this carefully because obviously you can't use your finger for this because, you know, it's burning. Um, but you also, uh, you don't want to push too hard uh, because you don't want to put put the fire out. Um, so another thing you can do to get it going is you can hold your finger um, lightly over the bowl and draw in, and that will um, create a chamber um, that will allow the heat to 
grow and penetrate more of the tobacco leaves and get you a better burn going. So, um, what else can I tell you? I've got a, got a nice pipe going here. I'm Like I said, it's windy this evening, so I'm I'm having to uh, draw on my pipe more than I typically would <clears throat> uh, to keep it to keep it lit. Um, but it's not going to stay lit. You're going to have to relight it. It's just what happens because you get involved in conversation and you start gesticulating with your pipe and you're pointing with it to make a point, and you know it's going to go out like mine just did. And part of it is I don't think I'm tamped very well. It's still pretty loose in there, so... Um, I'm going to tap off some of the ash. See if I can't get down to some fresher tobacco and light it up again. So that's, um, that's lighting, filling and lighting a pipe. Um, as far as cleaning, um, yes, you actually use pipe cleaners to clean a pipe. Um, you usually get them at the tobacco, tobacconist or the pipe shop or the cigar store, um, and they're usually just white. They're not in fancy colors like the ones you use to make crafts when you're in kindergarten. Um, and you basically can just uh, stick the pipe cleaner up the length of the, of the shaft of the pipe, and um, it absorbs uh, moisture, which comes from your breath. It also will uh, remove loose tobacco from the inside of the pipe, stem um so that's important and um yeah it's it's good to have more than one pipe because you should really let them cool thoroughly between smokings um i have a cheap little briarwood pipe that i use and i also have a corn cob pipe and yes they exist and no they're not just for frosty the snowman um in fact they burn so well that most of the plantations and farms and ranches and places where they grow tobacco uh that the, the uh, quality control people will will test the tobacco in a corncob pipe because they impart very little flavor to the tobacco and you can get a good feel for what the tobacco is actually going to be like in its purest form by using a corncob so um what else can i tell you i don't know um so this is just a, a little... So, while the kids are still sleeping and nobody's woken up yet, I'm going to go ahead and finish enjoying this pipe. Uh, thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio, and please don't hesitate to bring us some content. We enjoy it, we love it, we want to hear from you, and uh, look forward to hearing from you and talking to you next time. Thanks. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HPR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. 
from shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.